0: Thanks for joining us for the fight for your marriage podcast with Charlene and Lori. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode. I'm so glad that you're here today and we've got a, um, Very good episode that you're going to love. And before I get to that, I just want to share with you, um, you know, we know this time of year can be difficult. We know that it can be lonely to be alone during the holidays. This might be your first holiday without your children, or it might be the first time of year that you've not been with your in-laws. Whatever the situation is, we know how hard that can be. And we released a book last year that my dad had written called The 12 Days of Thoughts on Being Alone Yet Loved During the Holidays. And in this book, he invites you to walk with him through 1 Corinthians and the passage that's often referred to as the love chapter. And each chapter, he takes you through different verses that will help strengthen you as you may face times of loneliness. And that loneliness may happen when you're going through the holidays, or that loneliness may happen on a random Wednesday in the middle of April. It doesn't matter. We all face seasons of loneliness. And this book is such a great tool to have. Um, What I love about it is at the end of each chapter, he gives you a tangible act so that you're putting into practice the things that he's talking you through and teaching you through from 1 Corinthians 13. And it's a great way to really put your faith into action. So if you don't have a copy of this book, I really want to encourage you to pick up a copy of this book, and I know that it will be a blessing to you. And it's not just written for a person who's standing for their marriage. So if you know a person that's going through loneliness who has recently lost a loved one, it's also written in a way that would be very applicable to them. So pick up a copy of The 12 Days, and then I cannot wait to hear what you thought of it and how it encouraged you. But today you get to listen to um, some special testimonies that we're going to be sharing.
1: Oh, what you are going to hear with these testimonies just thrilled my heart.
0: We like to, every once in a while, invite callers to call in and give audio testimonies. And I know that sometimes you may hear the plea that we send out saying, hey, let's share a testimony. And you may think, I don't have anything to share, but we always have something that we can be thanking God for. And you don't have to just wait for marriage restoration or wait for the salvation of your child to share what God's doing. Look every day of your life for ways that He's answering prayers and ways that He's ministering to you. And that's what
1: these callers are doing. Oh, and they did an excellent job. The ones that uh, called in, you are going to love hearing them and even get encouraged of what God is doing in their hearts and lives, what he does for one, he can do for all children in so many different ways. And I want to tell you, I love our Saturday testimonies. So if you have not sent in a Saturday testimony recently, we would love you to send in just what we're talking about if you recently have had a blessing from God, or God has shown you some truth about something, then we would love you to write them and send them in sincerity testimony.
0: Absolutely. It's so encouraging to other people to really see what God's doing and to be strengthened in their faith. Through what God's doing in your life. So, absolutely share your testimony. If you get a chance in your church to share a testimony, or maybe in your small group, they ask you to share, always take those chances to really. Tell others what God's doing. And this time of year with Thanksgiving happening in the United States, we know that it's a time where you might be thinking more about all that you do have to be thankful for. But really, that should be an attitude that we have year-round, an attitude of gratitude that we can really just be looking for God moving in each and every day of our lives.
1: Oh, I totally agree. I hope you will really enjoy this podcast.
2: I can say so, so many things about what the Lord has done for me in this season of standing, but there's just one that stands out to me that I wanted to share. Um, It's around finances, because I know finances can be such a challenge while standing. Uh, And so this is just one thing that the Lord did for me in this area. Uh, This was years ago. It was just after my husband Last, it was in October, and um, things were really hard. We had just bought a house. Um, I was working very part-time, and I was really struggling to even just do basic responsibilities to take care of things. I could not see how I could possibly hold a full-time job uh, and keep my home and cover everything that I needed to. And uh so in the chaos of all of that, God told me to mark my calendar for April 16th of the following year, um, and it didn't make any sense, but he just communicated to me that he was going to move in some mighty ways by then, um, and so at that point, I was not a standard. I had no idea what that was, and I really wasn't even following the Lord at that time, um, but I marked my calendar anyway, and then I set about my days. Um and then month later I became a sander. I found Rejoice Marriage Ministry through a friend. Um and so I got really excited about April sixteenth. Um I knew it was coming up on the calendar and I I couldn't wait to see what God was gonna do. And that date rolled around um and just paused and realized like oh my goodness, uh the day before on the fifteenth I had gotten my very first paycheck. From my dream job uh, in my dream career, it was a giant career shift that took so much work, um, and I really had no business getting that job, uh, but God provided and he made a way, and that job more than covered what I needed to, um, and then on April 16th, my husband reached out and asked if we could do a video call, and I got to share with him for the first time that I was standing for our marriage. And so that has yet to blossom into his heart turning back to the Lord or into marriage restoration. But it was just so amazing to see God's control over all of the chaos of my circumstances to provide exactly what I needed Um and to plant the seed with my husband on that exact day about six months later uh when he told me to mark my calendar. And because of that job that he provided, I got to keep my home. I get to give regularly to Rejoice Marriage Ministries, which is so awesome. Um, I'm so grateful for this ministry. And uh I just can't wait to see what the Lord does next. So thank you so much.
3: Hi, everyone. I just want to encourage you to trust in the Lord. When my husband left, I didn't know what I was going to do. He was the main provider for our family. And I heard the Lord say, trust in me. I will take care of you. And he has. He's met my every need. I'm able to live in our family home. I have a decent vehicle. I have everything I need. So just trust in him. He will take care of you.
4: Be blessed. Thank you. I'm thankful to God for Rejoice Marriage Ministries for the support they give standards for marriage restoration. They have been a beacon of light with insightful knowledge I wouldn't have had for this journey I'm on. I am rebounding from another false start after four years of increased steady communications, involvement, interactions, and bonding with my covenant husband. I thought this time would result in our reuniting and being restored. And it hurt me deeply to see him walk away again. Because of Rejoice Marriage Ministries, I understood this to be a normal part of the process as the enemy poured him away. I kept hearing in my ears Charlene saying, not to panic. I do feel my spirit and my faith being strengthened. Surprisingly, I didn't have any fleshly reaction. Because of Christ, I'm still standing. And I'm believing, God, that this trip to the pig pen for him will be short. Christ in me is the hope of glory, and I'm fully persuaded it won't happen any other way. Thank you, and be encouraged.
5: I am just so grateful today. I'm giving thanks to God. And no, I am not restored. My husband has not come home. All of my children and 19 grandchildren do not all know Jesus as Lord and Savior. But I have no doubt the day will come when they will because he has made his promise to me. He has told me that me and my family, we will be saved. I am so grateful for my health and the breath I breathe and the beauty of this country, this great country of America. And I have to hold on to the promise that nothing, there's absolutely nothing too hard or too difficult for the Lord God Almighty. I'm grateful for the church you have led me to, and it's God-hearing, Christ-following preacher who tells us that it's not religion that matters, but the relationship with Jesus, and I can share that I was baptized this year on Mother's Day. There's nothing too hard, and I feel that God has called many of us to be prayer warriors, and to be on our knees and to lift up the souls of our lost loved ones to him each and every day. And just live as Jesus would want us to and loving others with his love and seeing others as he sees them. And I'm just so thankful and grateful for this ministry. For Charlene, for Lori, for her children. For Charlene and Bob's sons. And for all the prayer warriors that are here and the staff and the volunteers. I'm grateful I'm giving all praise,
6: glory, and honor to my Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress, the God we run to Him and are safe. Proverbs 18.10 21 times in the Bible, God is referred to as our fortress. I love this scripture because His powerful authority is shown as His name is all that it takes. If his name commands that awe and authority, imagine what his entire being would do. I also love the description of a fortress. I think of a castle or a fort in medieval times. A fortress has several functions. The first is visibility. A fortress is built with tall towers and strategic location for the best visibility in all directions. When we seek God's will, he is faithful to show us and guide us in his path. Psalm 119105 says, "Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path." So many times during this season, God has been my visibility, showing me the traps the enemy has set um, to avoid arguments with my husband, or to distinguish which job or situation is God's will and which is counterfeit or a distraction. The second function is protection. A fortress has tall walls and a moat and often has difficult surrounding landscape for defense. Time and time again, God has proven his faithfulness in my protection. The most simple example um, has been with our chickens. When my husband left, there was a coyote who got two of the chickens in the first couple of days. After spending a week not sleeping with windows open in the middle of winter um, to fend off the attacks, I prayed in surrender to God, my home, and my chickens. Since then, there have been no loss of chickens due to predators. Early on, God made a point to show me that he would be faithful in that, especially when I forgot to close the chicken coop and woke to find a half-eaten rabbit not 20 feet from the open door, and all the chickens accounted for. Second Timothy 2.13 says, If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful for he cannot deny who he is. The third characteristic is of attack. A fortress has loopholes and gun ports and hoarding for attacks. Repeatedly, the Bible describes our battle as spiritual, but it took me a couple of months to realize that I wasn't fighting my husband, but instead fighting the enemy for my husband and my marriage. Once that was clear, God began to fine-tune my attack. Um, Have you noticed that all of the armor of God, um, there are only two that are for attack? The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and the spear of prayer, as I like to call it. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. He is the only one whom we are accountable to. When prayer and God's word are combined, they are a powerful and deadly combination to the enemy because God's word does not return void. The final one is refuel and rest. Finally, a fortress has all the resources to reload ammunition and to get rest and food to regain strength for the next fight. This was the hardest characteristic for me to see at first because it felt like I was taking wave after wave of attack. Now this is the most awe-inspiring characteristic to me. When my husband left, God told me that I needed to quit my job, and less than a week later, my sister was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. Within a matter of days, I felt like I had lost everything. The reality was that God was removing everything that I held onto as my identity, besides being a daughter of the most high how amazing it was to be free to travel and care for my sister when I would have never had the time to do that previously. So this time off work also allowed me to spend the summer with my children and really enjoy rebuilding relationships with family and friends. Most importantly, it strengthened my relationship with God. My younger brother said a few weeks ago, I'm sorry that this season has been so difficult, but I'm glad you went through it. Because I finally have my sister back. You were just grinding through life, not really living. How true that was. God made me lie down beside still waters to refresh my soul. And now I realize as I'm ready for a new job that I see God has given me the strength and the stamina to care for others, to fight for my marriage, and um, the excitement to share his love and faithfulness. I hope that you take the time to reflect also how God has been a fortress in your life. Uh thank you for Rejoice Marriage Ministries as it has been a daily encouragement um to stand strong um and to continue to fight for my
7: marriage. Thank you. God bless. My husband and I have a wonderful marriage, filled with laughter every day. And traveling the world with our kids. So it came as a shock when he walked out after 26 and a half years. I had been standing for a marriage for one and a half years. And although my husband is asking to proceed with divorce, I have a calmness and a joy that can only come from the Holy Spirit who is in me. Friends see me as an inspiration. In fact, one shared that my journey prompted her to have an honest conversation with her husband instead of leaving him. Although I have faced many difficult nights in our once shared home, now occupied alone, this journey has been a blessing. Having been a stay-at-home mom throughout our marriage, I decided to go back to college and am in my second year of grad school, pursuing a master's in counseling psychology. I'm currently working as a marriage and family therapist in training, And it brings me such joy to be helping others. Had my husband not left, I would not have had a new career in my 50s. And I would not have the wonderful group of friends I have now playing pickleball. Most importantly, I would not have had a relationship with God who opened my eyes and showed me my faults. I am proud of the person I am today, loving, accepting, and non-judgmental. I'm thankful for Charlene and Bob for starting Rejoice Marriage Ministries to give us standards, encouragement during difficult times. I'm also thankful for Lori, the encouraging podcast, and the daily emails I receive. Although my marriage may end in divorce, I have no doubt that our marriage will be restored in the future and that my husband and I will be guests on your show. Thank you for everything, and my prayers are for prodigals to go home. Thank you.
3: Hello, Rejoice Marriage Ministries and fellow standers. I am just calling to share some of the amazing things that God has been doing recently in my life. This year, 2023, has been the most difficult of my stands. With my husband coming home at the beginning of the year, but not for our marriage, it was because he had really fallen on hard times. And over the next couple months, it became clear that he needed to go to rehab. And that was was a pretty big surprise to me. So there was a lot that went into that that was incredibly difficult. But God's hand was so evident in all of it. It truly was incredible how it all came together. I will admit that while he was gone, it was about three months, I truly was hoping that by the time he returned, that his heart would have softened towards me, uh, and that ultimately, of course, that his relationship with the Lord would have been restored. And there was definitely progress made in his relationship with the Lord, but he came back still not interested in our marriage. And so August and September were the most difficult uh, months that I've had in a lot of ways. But then October really was a turning point, and God just started doing incredible things in my heart. I really, like many standards, knew from the beginning that was this was just as much about my journey with the Lord as it was about my husband. Uh, And, you know, I think in many ways we all come to recognize that it's, For us, it is mostly about our walk with the Lord. And there were so many things that I knew were true, and I believed them. But they were still bottlenecked in my brain. And in the last month, it really was like the Lord just freed up that bottleneck. And the things that I knew in my head just rushed into my heart. And I just know that I know that I know that Jesus loves me so much and I'm just in awe of what God has done to pursue me and to come after me and to just prove his love to me and that he desires me so much and for a girl who has idolized her husband for so many years and looked to him it feels so wonderful to just finally be at a place where I know that God has done the work that he's needed to and me to bring me to a place of truly loving him first and not that the work is done in my heart yet but it is pretty incredible what he's done the last few weeks so i just wanted to share that just to encourage everyone that's standing this journey is incredible it is a calling um, but remember to keep your eyes where they need to be on jesus and I truly believe that he is still at work in my husband's life, and I'm excited to see what he does in our marriage. But right now, I'm just enjoying what he's done in my relationship with him. So I hope this encourages someone. Thanks for listening, and happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
0: Well, I hope that you were as encouraged as we were after listening to those testimonies. And I hope that you've been challenged today to not only hear what God's doing in other people's lives, but as we talked about in the beginning of the episode, to really change your attitude so that you have an attitude that looks for God moving in your life day after day after day. Well, if you're in the United States and listening to this on the day it releases, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And so our prayer is that you will have a wonderful Thanksgiving if you don't have plans yet Go make plans. Find somebody who is also alone on Thanksgiving or somebody who recently had a death in their family and invite them to come over. You can go pick up takeout even, but don't be alone. Go ask God how you can minister to somebody else on Thanksgiving and, um, Our Black Friday sale starts tomorrow. So if you're looking to pick up a copy of the 12 days or any other material or even Christmas gifts, we have some wonderful items in the bookstore that you can use as Christmas gifts for people. So take advantage of our Black Friday sale. And finally, Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, and in the United States, this is a day of global giving. It's a day where we set aside time to look at the ways that we can be a blessing to ministries and to charities by our support. And the way Rejoice Marriage Ministries continues day after day is 100% from people who donate to this ministry and so we are so thankful for you and we love what we get to do and the opportunity god has given us to minister to people but that doesn't happen without you so we appreciate your investment in this ministry and helping us continue to spread the word to the world that there is hope for a hurting and broken marriage. So thank you for your support. If you want to give early for Giving Tuesday, we will put a link at the bottom of this, but you can start giving for that anytime. And again, thank you for the way you support Rejoice Marriage Ministries. Have a great Thanksgiving.
1: And we're praying for many miracles through Thanksgiving and Christmas time.